know. I don't know if I've hit the button. I'm going to just... Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> like this at all. <laughs> you hit the button. You hit the damn button. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going oh. to, but I'm sorry. <laughs> hello, Internet. And I guess hello, America. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It is July 4th as of day of recording. Uh, this is Say Report Jr., Believe it or not, we plan things sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm one of your host companions, Zach Sarawick. And, and and I am your other co-host companion, Dale Decker. <laughs> and I am a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be, it's going to be really fun to figure out just how much of that was actually before Not that much. Not that much. <laughs> probably. We're, we're, we're a minute in. So that was probably like oh, the first God. five seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, time moves fast. I looked at the thing. I'm like, this has already been a minute. I, I, I have no concept of time, though. So, oh. you know. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, 4th of July. I have done nothing all day because uh, I had the day off. So I've gotten to sit here and render our brand new YouTube videos. We'll talk about that at the end. Um, but other than that, what have you done this week? And we'll go from there. For, for me? Um, yeah. Well, today I had to work on 4th of July, but it's not that bad. Uh, I had fun. Um, but anyways... I have seen a lot of movies. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I saw, I mean, Devin, are, Devin talked about it on the last episode of Say Report, but we we definitely watched a lot of sequels this week, but some new stuff. Um, finally saw Incredibles 2. Finally saw Incredibles 2, which I don't know if you've seen yet. Uh, I haven't, but I think it's playing downtown, so who knows? Maybe okay. after we're done recording this, so, I'll go down and see Cool, it. okay. <laughs> so we'll be able to talk about that, because I want to talk about it, because <laughs> it's the Incredibles. I, have not watched, I haven't even watched the first Incredibles in so long. Yeah, neither that, have I. Like, you, you, yeah. It's like riding a bike, though, as much as I hate saying that with a movie. Like, it really is. You, you know the story of Incredibles, pretty much. It's yeah, ingrained no, it's not like in I've our brains. Yeah, it's not like I've forgotten anything. It's just yeah, like exactly. it just occurred to me how long it's been since I've yeah, really yeah, no. watched one. But. I um, I enjoyed it. But yeah, there was a lot of movies. We saw, I mean, going back two weeks ago, I saw Upgrade. I saw, well, we talked about uh, Ocean's 8 well, to, to, to the limit, you know, whatever. Um, so I won't mention that again. But I saw Upgrade, which was really cool. Everybody should go see it. I'm just doing a quick rundown. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which have you seen yet? No, right? No, no. Okay. When you see it, we have to <laughs> the, have a discussion. The, the final line of um, Jurassic World really made me never want to see anything with that franchise ever again. Oh, so, of, oh of We Rebuild? <laughs> um, they're or like, something they're like, like that. We're, they're like, oh, we're, we're, we're a pack now and oh, we yeah. stick together or yeah. something. Yeah, the really, really, it was a bad delivery. It was a bad line, the whole thing. Just, <laughs> oh, We Rebuild is the end of San Andreas, but I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. What do we do now? Look oh, off! Well, look off! Look off gone. into the uh, look off into the horizon. We rebuild. You know that. Thanks, that DJ Johnson. Dwayne Rotson. What? I'm sorry. Hold on. I was gonna move on, but we need to talk about DJ and Rock Do Johnson. Wait, what was that name you just said? I tried. <laughs> you tried to say so Dwayne I tried Rock to, Johnson. No, somehow. no, no, no. I tried to be cool <laughs> and act like I'm on like friendship level with Dwayne <laughs> with Dwayne Johnson by calling him DJ. But then I realized oh, I'm not, 
And some people might not know what San Andreas is and might not know who DJ is. So then I tried to say Dwayne Johnson, and then I instead said Drain Rick Johnson. So I combined, <laughs> it's not even Dwayne, I said Drain for Johnson. Oh, man. And then I combined Rock and Johnson. So thanks for pointing out my <laughs> little sorry. word mumble, jumbo, wumbo. I was about they... to say that, like, like we rebuild probably will also be the last line of skyscraper also oh, with I hope so. Rock Johnson. I hope so. <laughs> uh I like that I like the concept of skyscraper because it looks like they saw high rise with Tom Hiddleston and went, What if we made the building Higher? also evil and explosive? Oh. <laughs> See I've 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 never even heard of high rise, so that's exciting. Like a, yeah, it was like a sci it was like a weird like sixties mod sci fi story that they, they made into like an indie movie like last year. Looked really cool. I mean Tom Hiddleston, always oh, excellent, but it was like everybody's living inside these high-rise towers, and it's like a completely insular community, and of course, probably stories about like class and probably doing terrible experiments behind the scenes and stuff mm. like that. But yeah. so that looked really cool. And then as soon as we saw that, I saw the like sky, the skyscraper trailer. I was like, oh, <laughs> they just like were like, but what if the rock and and action <laughs> and die hard and and and, die and you know slight hints of die hard that really aren't that slight um ah. <laughs> like we watched die hard and then wrote the script for this kind of thing this is too this is uh, too intellectual hold on <laughs> um yeah so so anyway so i saw that um fallen kingdom which is where this whole Dwayne Johnson story started from right <laughs> um which again once you see that i i think we should have a conversation on air I will about see it something eventually. yeah i'll see it eventually um and devin and Seijin kind of dipped into it on their on their report uh so it'd be fun for us too um but then i saw i'm trying to think of all the movies i saw watch top gun for the first time really what yeah yeah I don't think I've ever seen Cried that, my brains out. You've never you know seen really Top sad? Gun? I don't think I've I ever see... seen Top Gun. At the same time, I think I know why you cried your brains out. Because Everybody it's one does. of those things where like, I know everything I need to know about Top Gun. Exactly. Which is probably why I haven't bothered to watch it. <laughs> I mean, that's how I was. Like, I knew the thing that makes you cry. I'm not going to say it. Because everybody... Because I don't want a little kid here in this. Even though little <laughs> kids probably shouldn't listen to this. I don't know what you're talking about. Um... I don't want a little kid to listen to this and find out what I found out as a child and then live my half of my adult life. Not even half. I'm 23. Like, that's not half <laughs> oh, of an God. adult life. Oh, God. Don't give me oh, that. My God. Don't give me that mortality <laughs> to think about. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but the, th- the cool thing about it is, like, you know, you know what happens. You know about. I'm just going to say it. Whatever. Just throw whatever I just said out. You know about Goose. You know what? But you. I never knew how said thing happens. Isn't it that the, the door doesn't open when he ejects? No. Is, no. Oh, really? No, 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 no. He gets out. You Now you need to watch Top Gun. I guess I do. That's I was your... Under, I had, a, I had like an idea in my head that like he hit the eject <clears throat> button and the thing didn't open. Oh, so he like you need a... Nope. Skull so, on the plane. So, <laughs> so your assignment for this week, should you choose to accept it... Uh, to find another, Top Gun somewhere and watch it. <laughs> another Tom Cruise. Hey, if you have Prime, it's on Prime. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's just like you can just watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, so anyways, so finally watched Top Gun. Saw... I never even talked about this. Saw... Um, Euro trip, not Euro trip. Yeah, Euro trip 
for the Wait, first really? time. Yeah. That was a movie we used to watch in high school yeah. like every time we yeah, had a party. It was like Euro Trip was what we put on. Yep. Mostly because we really liked Scotty Doesn't Know as a song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I grew up knowing the song and never seeing the, sh- the movie. And then I watch it. I'm like, this movie's fantastic. Did you, did you know about the cameo then for that scene? No. And that it's, I that forgot Matt, about it. You didn't know that it was Matt Damon no, singing? No, so, so the thing about that, the funny thing about that is I think somewhere in my brain I knew about that, but it didn't, because I've seen pictures of him, like with a, with a shaved head. And actually, funny enough, the day I watched, the day that we watched Eurotrip, I, they did a thing on IMDb of like, Matt Damon through the years. And there's a picture of him in that. And I'm like, wonder what this movie's from. Well, wonder oh. what this still is from. And I watched Eurotrip like right after... and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, because that was like right after, I mean, that would have been around the first Ocean's Eleven, but also around, uh, what's it called? Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where he had his cameos with Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like, he was just like popping up in random stuff all over the place. Yes. Yeah. But so I watched that. Watched we fellow, uh, my fellow Americans, I think, or fellow Americans. I don't even remember the name. Whatever. It's Jack Lemon. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, and then Uncle Drew, we saw this week. Fantastic. It was great. I don't know. I don't know anything about that movie. Good. I have seen that, like I see ads and stuff like you... bits and pieces all over the place, but even they don't really fully explain what's going on. Yeah, no. I don't know. The it... only thing I know about it is that. Um, Rel, Lil Rel, I think his name is, yeah. is in that, mm-hmm. and um, he was in, he was like the breakout in, in Get Out. He's yeah, the, exactly. the He's the, the friend in Get Out that's like super, super funny. Yeah. And so, so like, yeah. So do you know the, where it's based on? Do you know where Uncle Drew I don't came know, from? I don't know a damn okay. thing about it. <laughs> so this is all, this is all you need to know going into it, because you need to see Uncle Drew, mainly because it's, it's basketball players. And you forget that they're not actors. So it is actual basketball players. It's, it's Kyrie Irving, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, hey, and then I've seen three, too. And then, I know that Shaquille O'Neal is an actor. And then three you. other, and then, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Um, and then three other guys who I don't know their names. That's probably the other part of that. But it's that basketball players. Because I'm not a basketball person, I never yeah. would have like that. Never would have connected the, for me. The main thing is like I really like Kyrie Irving, just as a like a person. Like I've seen him. Like the fact. So Uncle Drew came from Pepsi commercials. Okay. It was it was a Pepsi commercial. So it was um, Kyrie Irving in this old man makeup. You know he has like gray gray hair. Um, and like a goatee and he wears like running suits. Like he wears just sweatpants right. and a sweatshirt all the time. That is the character. That is the character of Uncle Drew. And there's all these stories <clears throat> of Uncle Drew being like this, the best basketball player in the world and blah, 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 blah. But these were Pepsi ads. And I don't remember if it was during March Madness or... No, that makes more sense than the Super Bowl. So it was definitely during March Madness. Like, what, uh, however many... That would many... be great, though. We're, we're advertising March Madness yeah, right. through the Super Bowl now. Um, <laughs> it was, like, maybe two or three years ago. Uh, it probably was even just a year ago, but it was... They were just so funny. It was so funny, because they were, like, little mockumentary commercials about this fictional character 
who was now endorsing Pepsi or something. <laughs> like it was it was such a cool concept. And the fact that a basketball player like Kyrie Irving was like just so on board to put this makeup, sit hours in prosthetics and just like make these commercials. Um and like it just seems like so much fun. Like it seems like they're having so much fun. Uncle Drew, they basically expanded that world and added more basket like classic basketball players into it. And it's just like it's it's so good. It has way more heart than I expected it to. And like I said, you forget with the with except for Shaquille O'Neal, who still isn't an actor but has been has <laughs> acted. Um <laughs> has been around <laughs> in on film sets before. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I love Shaq. I, I've loved Shaq uh, ever since I was a I, kid. I love, I, yeah, I love his willingness like, to do stuff. Like, exactly. I'm not going to complain about him. I, mean, I just think it's like really funny to think of Shaq as an actor yeah. in general. I mean, the fact <laughs> that the fact that um, in later years, he um, met up with Aaron Carter and they did a rematch video do you know you know i didn't know that i did that yes i knew i know what you're referring to so of course aaron carter's yeah. the day i beat shack yeah, of course which i could sing that whole song right now <laughs> oh, um i'm not could. going to but <laughs> promise me i could uh because <laughs> i did it after we saw uncle drew <laughs> i put it on devin okay. asked devin asked me to put on a song and then i put on his song and then secretly as soon as the song ended i played that's how i beat shack i just went to town <laughs> but anyways <laughs> but the fact that shack was so willing to be like hey aaron like we we need a rematch it's like you're the best i mean he's in kazam he plays oh, a genie God. That's a movie I need to rewatch. <laughs> That's a movie That's I a need movie to I see. Do. I've never seen Kazam. He comes out of a boombox. That's literally yeah, all I, I remember <laughs> about that movie. All I remember um, is that he comes out of a boombox. Yeah, it's it's just so ridiculous. Like, but it's it's really cool when you see these guys, you see these basketball players having like real, real, like emotional scenes, and it's like, damn, like you forget that they're basketball players and not actors. And it's like really nice, and you see at the in the spoilers for the credits of Uncle Drew, they do the behind the scenes stuff of the guys going into prosthetics, and it's like oh, it's good. impressive. That's great. It's impressive. That's, this whole thing feels like a movie that would have come out in the late '90s oh. or like early 2000s. Yeah, which I love. Like I, I wish we would do more, like more goofy shit like that. Like we don't they don't make SNL movies anymore. Like they did with like Wayne's World and stuff like that. I yeah, mean, half of them were Brothers. terrible, but yeah, yeah, most of them were terrible. But they were or passable or mostly made to play on Comedy Central at some point. <laughs> <It's> like, but, <laughs> but like I miss that, that feeling. Like even Space Jam. Space Jam is great for oh, having yeah. those guys in it, even though like, half their lines are mumbled and, <laughs> I all I remember is Charles Barkley praying to never date madonna again if you get his groove back <laughs> like like i miss when we would put when we would do goofy stuff like that because these days cameos are like i'm trying to think of like the entourage movie like built itself on having a bunch of like one-off cameos and that's nowhere near as fun as doing something like this disagree where it's like <laughs> like if you want to think about movies today movies today with like with like celebrity cameos are the entourage movie and they're not space jam anymore is what I i'm saying the entourage movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I've never seen the 
show. But that oh movie is so, be, so dumb. That's the most confusing thing. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just completely disconnected. The most thing, the most I remember about hearing about the Entourage movie is that it takes place like less than a year from when the series ended, which was years ago. So that movie takes place in like 2012, even though it yeah. came out. 2016 or whatever and also like the end of that show was him getting like married and then in the nine months up to when the story starts for the entourage movie it's it he's divorced again or yep. something <laughs> i love the entourage going in with it going into it knowing nothing about the characters it's so enjoyable <laughs> which is crazy if that movie is on i'm watching it I don't care what I don't care what part it's at. I don't care if it's in the middle. I will watch that movie and I will watch it to the end. It's I I don't know why. I don't know why I love it so much. It's I just do. <laughs> oh man. Um but so the big thing that I wanted to talk about that happened recently, happened last night. Um, <laughs> yes, with a with a very strange set of of text messages, I might add, very <laughs> mysterious, very mysterious messages about this, <laughs> about what was going on. What what texts might those be? I just get this message that's like, oh my god, there's children in the first purge. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like this. I need a new movie theater. These people are just not following the guidelines. Children shouldn't be in this movie. All I could think of was when I went to go see Deadpool and like I was sitting and then a family walked in with like eight kids under like under like 13 and I got up and I moved because I was not going to sit near them when that movie when Smart. that movie went. Yeah. Smart. That's a good choice, my friend. I was like, you know good what? Choice. I bet this movie would be just as good about eight rows back. And I just <laughs> got up and walked. Nice. Um... Uh, so what happened? <laughs> okay. So, I freaking love the Purge movies. Devin and I freaking love the Purge movies. Okay? So, we were like, there's a new Purge movie coming out. We're seeing it day one. Like, we are seeing it. No doubt about it. We are seeing this movie. So, we go. I get home from work. We leave. Go to the theater. Go to our local theater. Which has been dropping the ball a lot lately. That's what it sounds like. It seems like the last like few episodes of, of Say Report has just been Devin just upset with just, the movie theater. It's, it's also kind of the chain. It's the it's the it's the chain too. I don't because another one of those those theaters turns on the movie turns on the mu the lights during the last five minutes of the movie, and it's like, oh, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, there's still movie happening. <laughs> Please stop. That happened during Upgrade. It happened to Devin, and it happened to me, because we didn't see it together. We saw it on two separate occasions. Very, like, spaced out, too. And it happened Man. to both of us in the sounds same like one, spot. Sounds like one really overzealous usher yeah, wants to get it was, his job done. It was bad. <laughs> but, so anyway, so so we go to the theater, and we're all happy. We're like, yeah, purge, woohoo. We don't go to the ticket the the seller whoever the... we don't buy tickets we sneak we in. no 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 so we we go to the ticket kiosks because there was right. a line and right. we didn't want to wait in line we wanted to get our seats and everything so we go to the kiosk and we buy our tickets and on the ticket it says first 12 theater uh first 12 first purge theater five we know that theater like really well like back of our hands so we go 
straight to theater five. Devin gets in there before me, and that's fine. I go get my ticket, get my ticket right. I'm walking down the theater, and I walk into the theater, and I can hear the How to Train Your Dragon trailer, which, side note, Watch that trailer. As soon as it started, I started bawling my eyes out because I am so excited. It was a mixture of sheer happiness, like just just like sadness because it's probably going to be the last one. But anyways, when I saw Incredibles 2. I love, 2, by the way, that Hiccup's model doesn't seem to have changed. They just added a nope, beard to yep, it. Exactly. So it's like, yep. so he still looks like a 10-year-old. And, and with some a more beard. hair yeah. <laughs> uh, on his head. Uh, um, yeah, so anyways, side note. But I... We had just seen Incredibles last week, and so where I walk in and I'm like, "Why is the How to Train Your Dragon trailer playing?" Like I can hear the music, I hear the theme song for How to Train Your Dragon, and I walk in, and it's only Devin in the theater, and I look at him and I'm like, and I look around, confused off of my ass. So this was like the the trailers had started. This was yeah. not like so just pre, on... just like pre theater. Yeah, no, you know, and rigmarole I... stuff they usually do. Yeah, exactly. that would have been my first thought. That's okay. what I thought at first. I was like, this is too trailery to be just, just like to just be commercially behind the scenes stuff. Exactly, and, and stuff exactly. Like right. So so I walk up to him, and our movie was at seven fifteen. The first purge was supposed to was at seven fifteen. So no way that trailer should be starting or playing. You know, uh, so I walk up to him and I don't sit down and I'm like, why are trailers playing? He's like, I don't know. This was playing when I got in here. And I'm like, is it a trailer or is it a behind? I asked him, I'm like, is it behind the scenes? Is it a front and center thing? What's going on? And then another trailer for Hotel Transylvania 3 plays. And I'm like, this is not correct. Although it would be um, a really great experiment to mess with an audience and be like, we're going to play a bunch of kids oh, trailers yeah. before a horror movie. That would be great. Which I thought, <laughs> I was like, maybe they just messed up the trailers, but at the same time, the trailers would not be playing for a 7.15 movie. Like, right. the, the trailers start around 7.15. Like, that is when right, the right. trailers like, start. Trailer start. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no way. I'm like, maybe they just screwed up. Whatever. This is, I wouldn't put it past them. So then Devin's like, why don't you... Why don't you go ask somebody? And I'm like, yeah, I'm already on it. So I go out. I see my <laughs> one of my friends had recently got a job there, and I was like, hey, uh, wh- what's going on? And I explained. I'm like, the how did like the Incredibles two trailers are playing in five, but it's supposed to be the Purge. Those aren't the kind of trailers that should be playing before the <laughs> Purge. And he's like, oh, well, I- I'm not really sure. Like on my paper, it actually says theater 12 so i was like oh hmm okay but he's like but they don't match up all the time and i was like okay um and then he got feeling and then he got yelled at and i felt bad so we we parted ways so then i went up to the kid with the ticket taker and i was like hey i just need to ask you a question i'm trying to see first purge and my ticket says theater five James, uh, well, I, whatever. <laughs> I just said his name. Um, his paper James, says James, James Dernson. Yeah, exactly. James D- DJ Dernson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like his. It's a, it doesn't matter about saying names, but whatever. Um, his paper says Theater Twelve. What do you have? 
I'm like, the, the Incredibles 2 trailer, the exact trailers for Incredibles 2 are playing, and that's not correct. Those are not the trailers you should be showing before the purge. I'm sorry. I like the very... fact that you know what would be playing on its way up, <laughs> leading up to Incredibles 2. Not that a trailer for Incredibles 2 is playing. No, no, no. These are the trailers <laughs> that are playing before Incredibles 2 begins. I'm about to see Bao for a third time. What's going on here? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so, listen, I got good memory for kids' movies. Uh, anyways, so yeah, so I'm like, I just... I just want to make sure that we're going to, I don't want to miss my movie. Like I, you know, I kind of want to see my movie. So what do you have? And he's like, yeah, so um, Purge, it's in five. And I'm like, but here's the problem. It's Again. at 7.15 and the trailers are already playing and they are kid movie. And I like explain it. I'm like, they are kid movie tra- trailers. And he's like, what? 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 The trailers are already playing? And then it's like the Incredibles trailers? And I'm like, yes. Where is the Purge playing? He's like, Theater 5. And I'm like, no! No, it is not! It clearly isn't! So he's like, well, I, I don't know. I'm, he's like, my thing says 5, but the paper says 12, so I don't know. And I'm like, god damn it. I don't want to talk to the management here. But I'm gonna! So I, so I walk over to the customer service... And I'm standing there, and this other guy walks up. He goes over to the bar. Like, this is what I'm watching. I'm watching all these people in line, and I'm like, I just want to see my – if I miss my movie, I'm leaving because I'm not missing the beginning of this movie. I'm not doing it. Um, so I'm, like, watching people buying their tickets, like kids running around. I'm like, I, I hope those kids go to the right movie. Um, and this guy is at the bar, and he's asking the girl over there um, – if he could speak to a manager. And then she looks at me and she's like, do you need a manager too? And I didn't, I didn't even tell Devin about this, but I said, yeah, but I think the way I said, yeah, I didn't, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to sound like a bitch or look like a bitch, but I think it was perceived that way. It's very hard to ask to speak to a manager (laughs) in any capacity without looking angry in some way. I mean, that's the thing. But it's like, I feel like I said it. I know how my face was like, I said it with a smile, but I was just like, yeah, 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 I do. (laughs) Um, Because like I was trying to stay calm and she like made a face at me and I'm like, bitch, I don't need this. (laughs) I don't. I wasn't. I was not trying to be rude. And now you're being rude to me. I'm done. I'm all, I just want to see my movie. So the guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, I just I just need to ask about hiring for my son." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Okay, why are you telling me I this? You, I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he came out of theater twelve and wanted to know why the purge had started playing and <laughs> in it's incredible too showing. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so he was like, "I just need to ask about hiring for my son," and I was like, "Okay." And all this time, I'm like, t- I'm texting Devin. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where are you. Um, so then the manager comes out and he's like, and the guy's like, do you mind if I just ask? And I was dumb and I said yes. But it's a good thing I said yes because my thing became a huge freaking process. So the guy, so the guy asks, yells at his son for coming out of line and walking over to his dad. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're trying to get this kid a job and you're yelling at him in front of the management. Good I mean, job. To be, to be fair, <laughs> from the sound of the other employees, he still would fit right in. Mm. 
<laughs> I mean. So then, so it comes my turn, and I'm like, hi. I'm trying to see the first Purge. It says it is in Theater 5, but the trailers for Incredible 2 are already playing. The movie is supposed to be at 7.15. It is 6.55. Someone, one of your employees, told me that his paper says it was in Theater 12. I'm just trying to find where this movie is playing. Because it's clearly not in Theater 5. And she's like, what? Let me see your ticket. I just, I was just really rude to her voice because that was not <laughs> what sounded like yeah, at all. Let me, real quick. let me take two seconds here real quick and be like, we understand that especially in service, customer service industries, you can have a long day and things are confusing and it's not always one person's fault over another. And usually it's a lack of communication that creates this sort of thing. But also, you know, stressful time for the customer just is what it is. Oh, so, yeah, it really is. I mean, we I've. We've both worked in retail, and it's yeah, like, yeah, retail. we get I've it. Heard you work customer service, like, that is just, like, I mean, yeah. it just, it is what it is. We're not doing this to be, Rude this is specifically about this one, yeah, this is specifically about this one day, and people just didn't seem to be on their A game. No, now, back enough. to the funny voice so any, manager. So anyways, <laughs> she was just like, she doesn't even have a funny face, funny voice, but she's like, she's like, um, and she's like, well, we were having projector problems, but let me see your ticket. And I give her my ticket. And she's like, yeah, it says it's in Theater 5. No, it's in Theater 5. Oh, God. And I'm like, but it's not. The trailers are already. And I had to explain this like five times to her. And I was like, the trailers for Incredibles 2 is is playing. The it's movie has probably. Follow and me like, into the theater and just look yeah, at the screen. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> the movie has probably already started at this point. It was a 7.05 showing of Incredibles. And so she, like, looks at her tablet and she's like, oh, well, it says it's in five. But you know what? We were having projector issues today, so maybe something happened. Give me a second. So she walks over, she grabs a paper, and she's like, yeah, per first purge. It says it's in 12. I'm like, I just told you that. I just told you that's what, <laughs> I just told you that's what the paper said. And she's like, oh, this isn't, what? She's like, but your ticket says five, so it's in five. And I'm like, it clear, oh my God, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so then she finally calls on the radio. She's like, I need an usher. She's like, hey, can someone tell me what theater the first Purge is playing in right now? And someone over the theater, over the, over the walkie-talkie says theater 12. He says that. He, he says the first purge is in theater 12 at oh, 715. Man. And she's like, no, but I need someone to go over to theater 5. It's supposed to be in theater 5. I need someone to go over to theater 5 and see what is playing. And the guy was like, The Incredibles is playing. And she's like, no, I need someone to go there and tell me. Okay. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and she's like, and I need someone to go to Theater 12 and tell me what movie is playing. And I'm thinking to myself, no movie. No movie is playing because the purge <laughs> because hasn't it's... started yet because it starts <laughs> at 7.15. I'm looking at a behind-the-scenes thing for Uncle Drew. I don't know what to tell you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it hasn't ha hasn't even started and she's like i need some it was like i was standing there for like 10 minutes and finally 
I, and I even told her, I'm like, can I just go to theater 12, please? And she was like, well, I don't want to send you to the wrong theater. And I'm like, you, oh my God. You already did. Oh my <laughs> you God. Already you did. already did. <laughs> like, like, I just want to go, oh my God. And then she, and I was like, someone over the radio says that. And I'm like, if you have kids in there, you should. And she was like, I need to know what's playing in there because I think kids are about to see First Purge. And I'm like, this is starting to become hilarious because... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, hear, you know what this is reminding me of? Did you hear about, I don't remember if it was the Peter Dory. Rabbit or something else. I know when they Dory played, happened. They played the Hereditary trailer before like a showing of Peter Rabbit somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it's like, yeah, here's a trailer where Tony Collette is like smashing her head on a desk. Yep. Before yeah. Peter Rabbit yeah. shows. That's all I can think of right now. It's just a bunch of kids just completely, <laughs> just blank faced. Like what? What what is this? Um, it's it's the kind of thing that you hear about happening, but you never like expect someone to be <laughs> that dumb. You don't expect the theater Seinfeld to be that. Episode is what it is. I mean, I mean, <laughs> um, but it's like one of those movie theater like projection jokes that get told, and it's like, but it actually happened. So then, so then she's like, okay, so it's in theater twelve, and I'm like, thank you, that was already answered. I'm done. Goodbye. So Devin gets over to Theater 12. I see him walk into the theater. I start walking down the hallway. He immediately walks out of the theater. And I'm like, what are you doing? What is happening? And he's like, the Jimmy Fun ad is playing. That means the movie is about to start. That means the purge is about to start. And there are children in there. And I was like, my God. So he I and just, I at so this point I would have just marched in there and been oh, like, This is the first I was purge. I was about to. So we walk in there, Devin's in front of me, and I start to walk around Devin to stand in front of everybody and be like, If you are here for Incredibles 2, you need to leave because this is the first purge. Incredibles 2 is in Theater 5. Thank you. And but before I could even do that, an usher comes up. One of another usher that I already talked to. I talked to three ushers. I talked to four ushers. And this guy, he comes in and he makes that exact announcement that I just said, that I just scripted. The entire theater, except for two people, got up and left. (laughs) And I like to think that those two people were just like, eh, Incredible 2 already started. You want to watch this instead? No, they were there for the purge. (laughs) Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Devin and I were standing in that little area where like you walk in and Devin, I look Devin and like all these people are walking by and I'm like, the Incredibles has already started, you guys. Uh, like it's already about 10 minutes in, just so you know, which you've missed Bao, but you've also say, missed how much like. How that was Bao, but did it, is that only like seven minutes? So they missed like the beginning of yeah, the movie? Yeah, probably. Okay. I don't know. Like Damn. they've missed part of the Incredibles. They have. They've missed part of the movie that they paid to go see. So then Devin and I go in and <laughs> it's like, this is ridiculous. And I was like so upset because, A, you guys almost just saw showed a bunch of kids a, a, a movie an R-rated horror film. An R-rated psychological horror film. Yes, some parents don't care, but you would have had at least a lawsuit or two on your shoulders. Okay? Um, 
but then so so I calm I start to calm down. Devin's calming down. And then people co- start coming in and we're all joking about it. Everybody in the theater. So like it's good. It's a good experience cuz we're all laughing like we're all in a good mood. Um and then the movie starts and the Halloween trailer plays. So it's like even if these people were in here, they still would have seen a har- a Halloween trailer. <laughs> And, like, someone would have been, this is a little messed up. I don't think anyone would have left, though. <laughs> I really no, they don't. Gone, oh, that's weird. They that's must have weird. mixed up the trailers. Exactly. And then sat there until, the movie, sat there until the movie started. <laughs> but it's like, God. Also, the Halloween trailer was the only trailer that played, and then it was immediately the movie, which was fantastic. It's, but, um, like. Oh, must have, they must all both be Lionsgate. That must be the only thing, other thing they have really horror coming out this year. I think so, yeah. Or Bloomhouse. It's it's also Bloomhouse. Is it Bloomhouse? Yeah. Oh, you're right. It yeah. is. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was my craziness last night. That was probably like the craziest thing that I can remember happening in a theater recently. And it's just like guys, guys, come on. You got to if you know you're having projector problems, you need to like be double checking, triple checking. To the point of quadruple checking that you have the right movies in the right theaters and that your system is correct. And if it's not, you need to have signage. And then after we left, sure enough, there was a sign on the door that said Incredibles 2 is in Theater 5 at 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's, I mean, and especially once we've moved on to digital projection, which means that presumably they're computer files they're yep. sending around. Yeah. I don't know how you make that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about the the process to, to like judge it. But yeah. I just like all I can think is like, how do you make that mistake? Yeah. I, I just. It was so. It was crazy. It was. <laughs> and then the first purge was fantastic. So like, it was a great. <laughs> it was a good night. But it just. Oh man. Yeah, to get to it first. Exactly. <laughs> you had to pay a. You had to pay a steep, <sighs> steep tax to yep. get into that. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was funny. And oh I, I man. I was just like. My God, if if I if I because like we were slightly prepared to sit in the theater and like see what movie started when we saw the How to Train Your Dragon. But if I hadn't been like, why is How to Train Your Dragon playing? And if Devin hadn't been like, you want to? And I'm like, yeah, I'm already on it. Like, I'm already <laughs> going to talk to Usher. If we if Devin and I hadn't like seen the Incredibles 2 or like knew how trailers worked that that would have been a really bad situation for a lot of kids oh man oh god Mm -hmm. oh god so first purge was good though that's a that's a franchise I keep wanting to go to um it's unfortunately not like it's not like easily available like it's rentable so I'll probably end up uh, renting it and watching it but it's not like streaming unfortunately no there's also just so you know I mean I don't know how much you want to pay for a movie without knowing that much about it but they do have a three pack of purge purge 2 and purge election year so here so here's my thing about that (laughs) which is just a weird quirk on me I think I I hate I just hate buying movie sets when there's others that go with it and so it's like I could buy the first three Purge movies in a set, and then I still have to go buy the fourth one to go oh, with it. No, I got that. That annoys me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it annoys me because, like, Scream, my Scream collection is like that because there is no 
like full set of all four screen movies. There's a really nice set of the original three screen movies and a bunch of behind the scenes stuff they did. But then I had to buy four separately, and every time I look at it, I want to I scream internally. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I was just like, ah. Uh. Well, uh, you so... did, Zach. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So like one day they will stop making uh, uh, purge movies. Well, who knows? It's Bloomhouse. They won't. <laughs> Just keep well, going. Well, on that, they're doing. I don't. This isn't. This is known. This is common knowledge. Not common knowledge, but this is known knowledge. They're doing a ten episode series on USA. I heard about that. Yep. I did hear about that. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, there's a bumper for it. Not a bumper. <laughs> there's basically a commercial for it, in the middle of the credits of the fr- of the first purge. Oh, that that's funny. Like of the of the. Most recent purge that I saw last night, not the first purge right. movie. Oh God, yeah. Um, which that oh, confused my. I, uh, we accidentally confused our <laughs> our mom about that, because <laughs> we were like, no we were like, oh yeah, we saw the first purge, and she's like, oh, are you guys seeing the new one tonight? And we were like, oh, the <laughs> stupidity of a name. Why <laughs> would you guys <laughs> do <laughs> that? <laughs> it's our like a vaudeville act for 2018. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, yeah, like. That's their. That's not even your fault, Mom. That's them. <laughs> that's the. It was actually. I looked up in the trivia. It was actually going to be called Purge Island, which would have been a cool name. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, they probably wanted to make sure that people understood it was a prequel. Yeah. Like I understand. I understand calling it the first Purge as a prequel, but at the same time, yes, very confusing. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was great. Oh, <laughs> like man. it didn't it didn't click that it was a confusing name until she was like, "Oh, you're going to see the new one tonight," and we were like, "Oh no, what oh. have you done, Purge? What have you done?" But yeah. Well, if I can continue our movie trend, this is a very movie centric episode. We haven't I done know. one of these. And I was Most and I was game. and I was gonna gush gush about Kirby. I don't, we'll get. We'll have to, to wait for that. We'll get to that probably next week. But exactly. like. This is this is Dale and Zach fix the movies tonight, um, which if that ain't the title of this episode, I don't know what is. At It'll this be point. the title of the episode, Zach. But, I promise. Um, so to take you from the first to the last, ha. <laughs> segue nice. that I'm going to point out and ruin. Nice. Uh, I rewatched the Last Jedi this week, which I hadn't done oh, since it right. came out in uh, December. So and I knew I did that very much on purpose. I mean, it just, I just got lucky that it happened to also go up onto Netflix this month. But um, I rewatched The Last Jedi. And exactly what I thought was going to happen happened, which was I liked it way better the second time uh, when I knew that like I could watch it and have the pacing in my head and I could really watch things because I wasn't sitting in a theater. As much as I like going and seeing movies in theaters, which is great, um, I also like just my my english major side is that i'm constant i I like rewatching things and then breaking down Mm. shit yeah oh i totally Uh, get that as a film student you would also yeah exactly so uh actually speaking of great theater experiences before i get into last jedi and completely derail my segue oh god uh, i didn't have i don't have a a, um, theater story like you do i don't think anyone does at this (laughs) point but um did i ever tell you about the the when I went to go see Get Out when it came out, like the the, the theater experience I had with that, it's no. not like made. But so when I went to go, um, most of the movie theaters that I have to go to are like an hour away from me. I got one in town, and they have one screen, and it's very nice. But it's usually at this point, whatever Disney movie is coming out, 
Um, yeah, you've mentioned between that. Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have to go 45 minutes to an hour away to go see a movie. So I have to time that, and I don't always do that very well. <laughs> so, so I get to the next town over. I get to the movie theater. I pay for my ticket, and I realize, okay, the movie technically started like five minutes ago. Just really hoping that there's trailers still playing, so I haven't missed anything. <clears throat> so yeah. I walk in. It's pitch black. Pitch black. There's no, I mean, the way our, the the theater is set up, I mean, it's just th- there's very little like light runners or anything. I mean, there's the two staircases on the side. It's not a big theater, so um, I have no idea how many people are in this room with me. <laughs> I have no idea where I can sit. I literally just get to the end of a row and sit down because there's an empty seat there, mm-hmm. and the movie has just started, like just started. When I went and saw it a second time, realized that I literally missed nothing, which was oh, that's good. wait. Got things right off my shoulders, but it made for this amazing viewing experience where I'm watching this movie with a completely unknown number of people around me reacting to everything going on in that movie. (laughs) And so, like, I mean, that movie is, you know, it's scary and it's funny and it's tense. And it was just like every time something happened, it was just this like wave of voices out of inky blackness like <laughs> laughing and screaming and all this stuff it was amazing it was like the best way i could have watched that movie to be honest that is that i'm so slightly good. jealous of that experience <laughs> that's super cool especially because you walk in and it's a very quiet yeah opening scene um you know it, it's it's a very quiet nighttime suburban street scene which meant that like i mean and that that was like the first indication like oh this is gonna be a good crowd i walked in and it was dead silent that's cool dead silent as I walk in there I just like did that little crouch run you do when you're running through a dark (laughs) theater (laughs) and I was like get me a seat get me a seat I don't want to interrupt anything uh so that was whereas probably going to see Last Jedi was here in town was with a bunch of people that I know and again exciting to to react to that and everything but a very small theater for a Star Wars experience Star Mm. Wars feels like something you should see in a huge huge crowd and we only fit like 100 people (laughs) in my theater oh okay oh um yeah, it's really small. It's like 10 rows of 10 or 12 or whatever. But yeah. Um, but I remember watching it that night and I had actually just watched Force Awakens right before it. <laughs> and so the pacing difference really threw me off. Um, and, you know, the story changes and all that. And so I was very uneven about it for a very long time. And so I told myself, OK, give it a few months. Watch it again. Watch it on your own. Do whatever nerdy stuff you usually do when you watch movies by yourself and then maybe it will be different and it was it was much better the second time starting with the fact that i thought that movie was like more than three hours long well, it feels and like... i think it's because well that's it, just it it didn't the second time and oh. i think part of that is because there was like a half hour of trailers before it. well yeah <laughs> like, like it, it was three hours of sitting in a theater um you know getting there early and then trailers and then the movie starting so like all of that um, but like even the scenes that felt really long didn't feel as long the second time, yeah. uh, including that opening scene. That opening scene is actually the longest in the whole movie, <laughs> with oh, him when with Poe uh, po is on the phone with, with um <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: that General whole sequence hugs. is less than that hugs. Yes, hugs um, is less is than five hugs? minutes. Is it hugs or hugs? It's, I still kept hearing hugs. hugs. It's an X. Maybe I no, said hugs. Geez. I don't know no, how to talk. I wanted, it's because I want it to be hugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that whole scene is less than five minutes. I it don't believe so much you. Longer. No, 
because here's the thing: the scene from the opening, the opening like title card to the destruction of the dreadnought, like that whole opening sequence, is 12 minutes and is the longest scene in the whole movie, <laughs> until you get to the the second half. Yeah. Because everything else is like five and six minutes and bouncing back and forth and all of that, but that that actual conversation is less than five minutes. Jeez. And wow. that's well less than five minutes of film time, which would have included the title cards and the opening crawl. So probably only three minutes. Yeah. Well. But I remember it feeling way longer. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Like you you said that you 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 know the pacing and everything. Like you know what's gonna happen. So of course, concept of time is. Right. Is smaller because you, you're like, oh, this is going to happen now and this is going to happen, you know, so it makes sense. Right. I and and the, the other one was um, you, you really should, even <laughs> if you have to get drunk to do it, like everybody oh, okay. should give it a second try. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because the other one, the other long scene that I remember a lot of people not liking is the, the, the casino planet, which oh. I absolutely love. I love that sequence. Oh, I love that. That's the best part of the movie. That's less than 10 minutes in the whole movie. In a whole two and a half hour movie, there are two scenes on that planet. Mm -hmm. One is three minutes and one is seven. And yes, I counted. (laughs) That is, for me, that is the best part of that movie. I love that, that scene. That the, is the best part scenes. of that movie because it sets like, up exactly what Ryan Johnson is trying to say yeah. really well. Like it really, and, and Benicio del Toro is perfect. Like oh, is, yeah. as well. Like he's really great. My problem rewatching it the second time, and I think I felt this the first time, but I can finally kind of put it into words, is that Finn's story is lacking another side to it. Oh yeah. Which is that? Which is that? Like. I think you're supposed to get out of the idea like that he fails. They they fail and they're the reason that the that they start getting that that Laura Dern has to sacrifice herself basically <laughs> because she is not that she has to turn around and shove her ship into the other ship is because they have they have failed and now they are tracking the 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 escape pods instead of the larger ship. Mm. And I get that. I like that idea that they were like, we're going to go do the super heroic thing and fail miserably. The problem is they never take five minutes for Finn to feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> there is never a point at which someone has to explain like, ha- where Finn has to stop for five minutes and actually like feel the gravity of what has happened. Well, cause then, and then later on he tries to sacrifice himself into the <laughs> drill, which <laughs> I think is a scene that, which I think the movie was trying to, not only hold up against like Laura Dern's thing, but like they were trying to mirror that and it was supposed to be him. I sort of like making up for what happened. The problem is there's no, there's nothing in between where he's like, where he feels bad. And so like, there's not really a lot of thought process to his side of the story. <laughs> like, well, yeah, cause doesn't like he... it just feels like there's something missing. Yeah. Doesn't he immediately. Yeah. Cause it's, it's that scene where she shoots herself through the thing and then they they get don't on the they, ship. They meet up. Don't they meet up with Ray like very shortly after? Well, no. Then they get to the. Th- then he meets up with. He gets back to Poe because they they steal the ship to get back oh, so, to the rebels. So then they, they get into the rebel base. You have the big <clears throat> and then you have the big rebel the, the salt planet fight. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's never there is no time. Yeah, no. There's nothing in between that for Finn. So no. it's not like he lands and then says to Poe. Oh my God! Look what we've done. Yeah, which is no. what should have happened. <laughs> he gets his he gets his freaking bro time with Poe, and it's like, no, I don't even no. You don't get that. <laughs> you don't get that time. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, Leia should be pissed at them. Mm. 
Someone should be pissed at them. Yeah. Someone should be pissed at them that this happened because it's entirely their fault. And like, I that's that would be great storytelling if they had like one scene, one scene where they were like, by the way, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, and now you need to figure out how you unfuck up and figure out what you're gonna do next. And then Finn goes, well, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna fight, and oh, I'm gonna sacrifice myself because that's what Laura Dern did, and I need to like, and I need to be the hero that she was. Yeah. And then Rose is like, no, that's not how we wait. Like, all of that would fit with just one, one scene. Ah, that is the one thing that still makes me mad about that movie. Everything else, though, great top to bottom. I loved it all. (laughs) Um, Someone pointed out, like, I was looking at at different uh, things about it, that, like, when Ray is is training with the lightsaber and the rock, that that later on, those are the exact same moves that Luke uses as he's messing with, yeah, that, that Kylo uses actually on on Luke but they don't work because Luke isn't there but like she's mirrored that's all mirrored there there's a lot of great storytelling going on in that movie that gets drowned out by the crap that surrounds that movie I think I get that like yeah it's it's one that I've I don't know I Rogue One completely ruined a lot for me and then Last Jedi happened and I'm just like this is a like this is Force Awakens was so good, and now we have this, and like Leia can't die. Uh, that was question the other thing. Mark? Okay, sorry. Like, that, was the other thing. that was a scene that I think uh... could be. I understand that that scene. It just wasn't done right. Is <laughs> probably the best way to talk about that. It, so it's frustrating. Well, now like, I want to like I want to hear from a fresh point like. So now you are okay with this scene? Were you not okay no, with this let me scene? Finish. I still think I I was not I was never against the scene. I was always against the execution of it. Okay. Because the idea that Leia is force sensitive is not beyond no the pale. That's I, not that's no, not of that. course not. And the fact that she never trained with it, so she doesn't use it all the time and all that. Sure, I get that. Yes. And and the idea that like instinctually, if you want to think about the force as being a part of you and, and everything and like be in so force sensitive people being having you know it's like an extension of their body so like the idea that she is dying and the force kicks in as like an as like a survival instinct and saves her i get that it was the opening of her eyes and the drift and like her hand stretching out and all of that like that i don't that didn't make any sense to me <laughs> i don't know how you do that scene though to show that the force is like bringing her back or something I'd, like that's the other thing is I don't know how you fix that scene either. <laughs> uh, not have it um, happen. <laughs> I mean that's the other thing is you could just not have it happen because that's the I mean it's not like it it comes it's not like it comes up later it's not like we need it's not like we needed that scene to understand why Luke can talk to her from across the freaking yeah, galaxy. No. Uh, the, so the, the the way it would have been better is like okay better being a very loose term because it's right. it's just so that's that whole thing would have been so much more impactful had Leia died. Like, had that been the end of, like, pretty much the original Star Wars people. Like, and, mm. like, if that was the end of, you know, Luke and Leia and, you know, Han is gone, um, all of these people are gone, and it's, like, just a fresh load of crap and, like, craziness. Um, crap being a relatively good term in this situation (laughs) but like it would have meant so much more had she died because like think of what kylo had to do in that situation 
like he still had light in him and that was the one thing that would have helped him and it's like oh god that's hard that's hard to fucking watch dude like yeah like and it's just if it what would have made it better is if it was a surprise and if it didn't happen the split second the same instance that she gets pulled out you know so if if it's if she gets pulled out everybody's crying in the theater oh my god leia's gone and we cut and then we do the whole movie everybody's thinking she's gone and then blammo she's there again and then you just have like one line be like or you don't even address it you don't even address it you just let it happen because yeah. anybody who knows Star Wars knows that Leia has some force. She is force sensitive. Like, you know that. You have to know that. Just just by nature of being Luke's sister. Like, yeah. there's just there's obviously a hereditary thing, like, aspect to it. So, yeah. obviously, she's got something. A, a co-worker yeah. of mine brought up an interesting point, And I think he might have read it somewhere if it was his point. But he was like, I wonder if people would be as upset if Carrie Fisher was still alive? Also a very good question. And it's like, hmm. Also a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting that you bring that up. Yeah, so, uh, but I mean, like, all that said and done, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not mad about that scene. I, it's yeah. the execution of the scene that upsets me, but I'm not mad about it. Just like, I'm not entirely mad about Finn's story. I think everything that you get of Finn's story is fine. It's just that it's missing something. Is that that I think would have would have helped elevate it because the other two stories are all about that about that we're gonna stretch you know going you know stretching further than you should failing and having to deal with those consequences yeah. and it just feels like Finn's story is just doesn't have the consequences everybody else does um, and it's a, and it sucks because I think that's where a lot of the the shit with with Rose comes in because she's great <laughs> that entire that entire movie she's not only great that entire movie she's like She's the one making Finn do shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, I, I, it's, it, she's a great character that got locked into the, you know, the, the weakest part of that movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, and it's, it sucks. It sucks because yeah. it, she, she deserved better. I, that, um, she's like the one reason why I would want to watch it again. She's not the only reason, actually. The Snoke, the, the Red Room. Is it the Red oh, Room? Oh, God. Is that what it you would call so it? It was so good. That yes. scene is so good. Yes, because it sounds like a Twin Peaks reference. It's great. <laughs> it also sounds like a Fifty Shades of Grey reference. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, if you live on the internet... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> there are plenty of people that would put Ray and Kylo in that situation. Oh, anyway. I know. Oh, God. Ray-Lo. That, by the way... I was so happy, by the way, again, to watch that and just remember just how blatantly they just, like, threw that away. It was just like, yeah, by the way, no, he's also just a terrible human being at the end of all of that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, he might have lightened him. He might have lightened him. No, he just wants to be supreme ruler on his own and have no one to answer to. Sorry. <laughs> I love Kylo Ren. I don't care. Oh, man. Oh, he's a great character, but nope, I think he's a great, I love him. He's a great evil character. <laughs> um, I think he is good. Even if he is not good, I still love him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Continue talking about Star Wars. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, that, that being said, so Poe's story, I think, was the one that threw me the most the first time I watched it because it's yeah. the slowest. It's the slowest of them. It's not the weakest. It's still very, 
strong, but it is the one where there's there's less happening for most of that time because they're they're just kind of drifting in space. And so the first time I watched it, I remember a lot of those scenes feeling like they were kind of draggy. But again, I think knowing more about Laura Dern the second time really like you rewatch those scenes differently mm. and kind of knowing what that idea is is like, oh, that's right. She's got a plan and Poe's being an idiot. Poe's not wrong. That's the best part of that story is that he's not wrong that like they should have been told at least a little bit more. But at the same time, he is being an idiot because like he's just like not trusting in the people around him. And she's not he's not he's he's too much like we need to get into the fight instead of we need to strategize. And I think that I think that works out really well, too. I, I, I didn't have a problem with that story the second time. Or so again, because the scenes also felt so much quicker. Yeah. I just uh, like I just I will watch it again. I will I will give it its time. I will not give Rogue <laughs> One the time, but I'll give Last Jedi the time because there are legitimately things about it that I do like. But it's like Poe, like the character of Poe in Force Awakens and the character of Poe, and maybe maybe you can shed some light on this because you have seen it a second time and you do have the different opinions. Like he's just a different character and it's like you you're just an idiot like you're just a jerk you're just like yeah maybe you are right but the way you're doing it you're like i don't know and then you have ray like we from what i remember we barely see ray we see more of finn and rose than we do ray um i'm actually gonna tell you this right now by doing the count there is more finn and there is more ray in the first half of that movie is there really yeah yeah, her and Luke, and wow. it's also okay. because it gets mixed in with her talking to to Kylo and stuff. But yeah, she is actually, I would say it's like a sixty forty split it does of n- mostly okay. Ray and Luke. All right, before so, you get so then but I the will watch is, it again. Because... Yeah, because the other thing is that's the first half of the movie. The other thing is that, or the first hour and a half, because once you get to the last hour, which is when um, Laura Dern, you know, crashes the ship and everything, and they all all those stories start to come together. Um, that's also where you get the red you get the, 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 the throne room fight mm-hmm. and everything. So after that is when you start to get the battle and everything. So you probably do see them a little bit more, but you definitely, Ray is definitely like in that movie more than the rest of them. Okay. When you actually, when you actually like do the count to it, yeah, I think it's that her scenes. I think the thing is though, her, her part of that movie is the strongest, is the strongest acted in the strongest storytelling. And so I think you just like, you can get through that story and, and feel it as opposed to the other two that kind of drag out because it's the stuff that's a little bit weaker. I think that's why the other stuff feels like there's more to it is because they're just not as strongly acted and, and told as well as the Ray and Luke and Kylo stuff. Hmm. I think that's what it, I think that's why it feels like that. Hmm. Cause I think, cause I think I felt that too. Like I felt that it would be a fairly even split. And then I was like, no, there's, way more of Ray and Luke in this than, than maybe, I realized. Maybe it's because, like, I I just don't – I don't like Finn's character. I really don't. And, I, and maybe it's – I that, too. Like, I love John Boyega. I love him. Um, he's great in the Pacific Rim, the new Pacific Rim movie. Like, right. I love him. Um, but it's just, like, his – the character of Finn just feels very whiny, and it's like yeah, they he's don't know more what to whiny. Do with him yeah, exactly. Like he's yeah. kind of just there as that stormtrooper who turns good. Like, and it's it's just like 
you know, people always complain that, and this is going to be weird, but, like, people always say that Anakin and, like, Luke, to a degree, are whiny. Finn is way whinier than either one of them combined. I'm just putting, no, no, no. I'm just Let's saying not it. Knock Hayden I don't care. Off his, off his throne on that one. No. But <laughs> I love they're it. Whiny in, they're whiny in different ways. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's true. But it's just but, like. <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. You're he, right in that, like, Finn goes through, in Force Awakens, goes through that whole arc of trying to run away mm. to very stupidly, like, he's. He, he, and then it's like, well, he gets connected to Rey because he's attracted to her, clearly, and then, like, yeah. wants to show off for her. And then gets. Largely gets over that to the point where he just wants to be a hero of some kind. And then as soon as, like, The Last Jedi starts, it's like all of that arc kind of is erased. And he's like, which to a point is understandable because of how quickly, I mean, it's, it starts literally right after. Mm. And so the idea that he would wake up and be freaking out because he, fe- he fell in the middle of a fight and trying to figure out what's going on is that, that he would be kind of obsessed with trying to figure out what happened to Ray and all that. I get that for about five minutes. Yeah. Again, I would add in a two minute scene <laughs> where he talks to Poe and he talks to Leia and he says, what the hell is going on? I thought, you know, where is Ray? What's this? And they explain to him what's going on. And all he has to do is go, okay, cool. What do we do now? And then it just completely divorced that shit from, <laughs> from this like running away scared thing that he was not supposed to be after Force Awakens. Exactly. That's very true. I hadn't thought of it that way. I thought it was just my dislike of Finn, but like I think it's the, well, I think now it's the that fact you that, say like, it. I think it's the fact that they they didn't grow his character in any way. The yeah, no, time. because now that you say it, like like as you were explaining that, I was like remembering back to Force Awakens and what I liked about it. Him with BB-8 is always great. All his, all of Finn and BB-8 interactions are hilarious and fantastic. And when he grabs that lightsaber at the end of Force Awakens, and like, it's it's so cool. It's like, right, like it's he's clearly such got a, a willingness. Cool, he's he clearly got a will, willingness yeah, to. That's true. Yeah, well, that's, he's got, clearly got the willingness to to fight to go in true. and save people that need saving. Because he even does that when when the 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 castle is under siege. Yeah. Yep. Like he, like yes, he's trying to find Ray and save Ray, but he's out there fighting other people because other people are in danger. Like Han helps him fight. So it's this idea that like all of a sudden he wakes up and it's like, well, nope, now I need to go find Ray and so now I can I'm get her as far away from this as possible. It's like, why? Why would you do that? Huh. Wow. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me that I actually did like Finn at the end of that movie and he was not the same character. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So sorry, Ryan Johnson. Huh. I like you. I just think that you winged it on on Finn. So much else of the rest of the movie is great, <laughs> I think. But I think you winged it when it came to Finn's character. Right. I will. I so. will. I will give a uh, an effort to watch it again. I'll sit through it again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and did see, it. And see if that literally is what did it for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like realizing, remembering the end of Force Awakens. And how he was so different at the end of that into this movie. Yeah, that's what did it for me. So good job, good job, Zach. <laughs> you did it. Because otherwise, me like watch even with him, Flash Jedi again. Yeah, because even with him just kind of following Rose through the rest of that story, like the purpose of him is that he knows the layout when they get to the, to the other to the destroyer. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the whole. That's his whole. So he doesn't need to do anything except follow Rose and get that so like even if you want to say that at the end of Force Awakens he still hadn't fully committed to that idea of like being. Of like 
joining the rebels and doing something as opposed to just running away like that they had a really good story for that arc and again you just don't see any of him conflicted on any of that he is just doing stuff because i don't know he's just doing stuff because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do as opposed to like learning that it's it's not even what he's supposed to do it's like he feels obligated to be a hero without actually like learning the like hero lessons of why it's a good thing to be a good guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like oh yeah no Fit's a good guy so he's gonna do the stuff that's that awesome. heroes do and he's gonna just kind of follow whoever tells he's gonna follow whatever orders he's gonna be told to follow and not make really not make too many decisions for himself that aren't selfish and cowardly and it's like there's no point where the movie makes him learn that that's a bad thing <laughs> hmm. so hmm. so who knows well, jj's well, coming back for for episode nine now yeah. because call it trevorrow apparently can't do anything but play with dinosaurs anymore so <laughs> wow <laughs> well, he was the one that was really supposed to do nine and then i don't know if he didn't expect i don't know if like the, the conflict was with fallen kingdom that he left i have no idea why he's not doing episode nine anymore but he left and they brought in jj abrams instead and this was all before last jedi came out so i hesitate to say that there was any like disney was concerned about the story for last jedi or anything like that i don't think it was that at all i think it's just I think that when Colin Trevorrow left, they went, we, oh God, who do we get? Who do we get? Well, JJ <laughs> made a good one. Go grab JJ again. So, hey, I mean, he's not doing anything <laughs> unless there's another Cloverfield he wants to throw out there. And <laughs> you just, you just sounded like your brother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like exactly to a T, just uh, sounded like your brother from. From the last episode of the secretly, <laughs> secretly, that's the reason I'm afraid to do a podcast with him because no one will ever be able to tell us apart for well, an hour. It was, it was the fact of your voice, but then it was also <laughs> you directly saying, unless he wants to do another Cloverfield. Oh, God, I forgot he said <laughs> that. He says that. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, it was oh. like, am I talking oh, to Seijin right now? Yes, I don't secretly. think so. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, well, so, so that's been the Say Report Junior for this week. Um, <laughs> I think we, I think we did it. We fixed movies. We fixed movie we, theaters. We fixed movies. We fixed movies. Fixed the movies in the theaters. We are heroes tonight. Trauma, traumatized uh, children with trailers. <laughs> uh, almost. Almost. Almost traumatized children with trailers. Uh, and then you, you mentioned Halloween. One day, oh God, one day, maybe when it, maybe closer to Halloween, maybe next week. We don't know. Oh my God. Uh, we're going to talk about like the Halloween franchise and its continuity because oh God, well, <laughs> it's as that's bad as, be it's a as bad as Texas Chainsaw. It's as bad as the Texas Chainsaw one. But just think of it this way: anybody that is wants to go watch the new Halloween, you literally only have to watch the original Halloween. It is, yeah, it, seems like it. it is completely disregarding even Halloween 2, which takes place on the same night as Halloween 1. They are still disregarding that. It is just a direct sequel to Halloween from 1979. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so, wow. yeah, that, I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, I have been uploading videos of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, I think I'm I'm rendering episode six right now, so that should be up by the end of the night. And then that way, if for some reason it's – I know Android phones are not, like, the easiest to get podcasts onto unless you're, like, I have an app for it. But 
there are people out there that just don't have podcasts on their Android phones. That's fine. YouTube is there for you. I'm putting it all on a playlist so you can listen to it. Um, but Zach, how, if they haven't been able to hear the podcast up until now, can they even know that information? I don't know. I'm hoping my I'm hoping the people with iTunes will turn to their Android friends and say, "Hey, I know you've got a bad phone." But You didn't take my bait. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it and it didn't work. I don't know what the bait was either, so <laughs> that they could follow us on Twitter. Oh, I was going to get to that next. It's cuz that was already going out of my head. Um, but okay. otherwise you can follow us on Twitter at Say Report Junior, uh, and you can follow us uh, individually. I am at Zerwhiskey. Uh, and I am at Dale's Brain, and that is Dale's D A Y L E S B A R I N. That's not how you spell brain. Oh, no, it's not! <laughs> B R A I N. There you go. <laughs> I, I spelled. Um, Byron. Baron. Baron. <laughs> uh, talk to DJ Johnson about it. <laughs> yeah, I will. Call um, him up right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Take it away, Liz. I think we're done. <laughs> I think Bye. so, too. God. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.